The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus took Peter, James, and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, conversing with them. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud cast a shadow over them. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell prostrate and were very much afraid. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise and do not be afraid. And when the disciples raised their eyes, they saw no one else but Jesus alone. As they were coming down from the mountain, Jesus charged them, Do not tell the vision to anyone until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. So today we celebrate the Feast of the Transfiguration. When our Lord took Peter, James, and John up this mountain, and they were witnesses to his glory, they were witnesses to his glory. He was revealed to them as the Son of God. And the question we might all ask ourselves today is, do we believe this really happened? Like, do we really believe that Jesus is a real person? Is God who entered into the world, suffered everything that we've suffered, was transfigured before these three, and gave his life for our sins. And that he did all of this in a very personal way.
that he loves each of us in a very personal way. And do we live our lives as if this has really happened to us and for us? Because it can be very easy for us to fall into that temptation to practice our faith, be culturally Catholic, and not really live our lives every day. in a way that reveals that we have been loved so much by the God who created the whole universe. And if we struggle to do that, we're not alone. St. Peter, in his letter that we have in the second reading, he says... We did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Like we didn't just make this up and we're not following a story that somebody told us or we're not following a symbolic message that somebody told us, but we're eyewitnesses of this. And he recounts when Jesus was transfigured before him. As if to say, this really happened. That this really happened. But Peter didn't live his life as if this really happened immediately. It happened over time and through his own conversion and the reception of the Holy Spirit that happened at Pentecost. I think it's really interesting that Peter, James, and John go up for the transfiguration and they see this happen. They see our Lord transfigured before them. They all fall down on their faces because they're afraid. They hear the voice of the Father who says, this is my beloved Son with whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. And then they go down the mountain. And a short time later, Jesus takes the same three and he goes to the garden. These same three who must have been thinking about the last time he had chosen the three of them to go up the mountain. And now he's taking them into the garden. And he asks them to pray. And they all fall asleep. And Jesus himself goes and prays and he comes back and they're all asleep. He wakes them up. Can't you stay awake with me for an hour? And he goes to pray again. He comes back and they're sleeping again. And he comes back a third time and they're sleeping again. Even though they had been witnesses to our Lord's glory, And it must have been on their minds as they went to the garden. They still find themselves sleeping.
It's after our Lord's death and resurrection and the coming of the Spirit at Pentecost that this event takes on a new meaning in their lives. And for St. Peter, it must have been an event as he reflected back on it that continued to move him and motivate him as he proclaimed the gospel as he went out into the world. To be moved by the impression that our Lord and the Father had made on his heart. Because when he's questioned about where his gospel comes from, he goes back to that moment. And for us, too, we can have these transfiguration moments in our lives. Moments that we're sure that our Lord has acted, or we're sure that our Lord has shown up in our life. Or we came to know our Lord Jesus Christ in a more personal way, or in a more profound way. But again, like Peter, James, and John, Later on, as our life kind of becomes busy or maybe boring, those moments can fade and we stop living as if they happened. And so it's important for us to constantly reflect on the ways that our Lord has manifested himself in our lives. the times or the places in which we were sure of our Lord's love for us. And allow those moments to move us and to help us to persevere through difficult times. I remember when I was in high school, I was in a youth ministry retreat, and I had this very profound experience of God. And I was sure in that moment that our Lord had chosen me. And I really did live my life as if it had happened. But then college came, my parents got divorced, I got caught up in the busyness of life, I became an army officer, I was moving farther and farther away from our Lord, and found myself very much stuck in life, alienated from God. And it was recalling that experience of God from my youth that moved me to persevere and moved me to go back to him.
At those times, my prayer was, Jesus, I know that I knew you loved me once. I know that I felt chosen by you once. Help me to be chosen by you again. Help me to move back to you. Help me to love the way that I once knew how to love. We all have to reflect back on the ways that our Lord has entered into our lives. The impressions that he's made on our hearts. Because it is, in fact, his love, his grace, his mercy that continues to move us in our own conversion in our own transformation and allows us to live our lives each day in a way that reflects the facts that Jesus Christ, true God and true man gave his life so that we might live so that we too might be called adopted sons and daughters of the Father. So that we might have joy. So that we might live out of a sense of belonging to our Heavenly Father.